this is the Orthodontic Products Podcast on the MedCorp Podcast Network. I am Allison Warner, Chief Editor of Orthodontic Products. In today's podcast, sponsored by ClearCorrect, I'm talking with Dr. Mark Lowe, an orthodontist in private practice in Fresno, California. Dr. Lowe is a frequent lecturer on aligner therapy, and he's here today to talk about aligner treatment in his practice, why he's opted to use ClearCorrect aligners in that practice, and the features the brand brings to the table. Dr. Lowe, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Now, you have both an orthodontic practice and a pediatric group practice in Fresno. Tell me about those practices and what each brings to the table as a business owner and a practitioner. Yeah, there there are two different experiences. So I started uh, my private practice probably around 1991. And um, it was a a small practice, a startup, and it's grown and it's been um, very, very, very rewarding. Uh, But it's, it's, you have a clinician side and then you also have the business owner side. So you're wearing two hats. And so sometimes that's very, very rewarding, but then sometimes there's, there's a lot of headaches that come with that. Um, We do see adults and we do see teens and adolescents at that practice. In the pediatric group practice, I started that about four years after I had started my private practice and, um, the multi-doc practice. It's great because you do get to collaborate with different colleagues and treatment plan. And um, again, we only see teens and adolescents in that practice. I'm not the managing partner there. So again, I don't have to worry about the small business aspects of it, but I do, um, you know, do a lot of the clinical work and in charge of, of the orthodontics there. So that's rewarding in and of itself. And maybe because I don't have to worry about the small business aspects. Um, maybe it's a little more fun atmosphere because uh, we're dealing with more mild malocclusions and, you know, the kids love to have braces and or clear aligners. And so, um, you know, they're, they're two totally different experiences, but I, I enjoy both of them. Great. Well, okay. So you lecture regularly on the use of aligner therapy. What stands out to you about how aligner therapy has evolved overall? Well, I started practicing orthodontics in 1991 and then I was an early adopter of clear aligners. So we're looking at coming on to the 25th year of clear aligners. So it has evolved uh, tremendously in the last 25 years, but the digital revolution of clear aligners, which is leading the way in all of dentistry really, probably started in about 2007 and then it's just kind of gained more and more speed. And, uh, you know, the last five years has really been uh, tremendous in terms of the digital transformation in clear aligners. And it's going to lead through all of orthodontics and dentistry as well. Um, and the technology is just amazing in terms of the introduction of interoral scanners, which are becoming more and more commonplace. And the um, software that has changed in terms of outcome simulation and virtual treatment planning, the revolution or innovation in the polymers or thermoplastics has really led to an increased range in predictability of movement. And, you know, from the pandemic side, we now have utilized remote monitoring more. So there's a lot of AI and software with that. And I don't think that's going to go away, even though we might say the pandemic's over. Uh, we're still utilizing that to increase clinical efficiency and even patient satisfaction because they don't want to come to the office quite quite as, as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. So tremendous change in the last five years. Yeah, no, definitely. So in your practice, what's the percentage of aligners um, and what's the breakdown adults versus adolescents? So in my private practice, we, we're probably about, say, 55, 60% adults. Mm-hmm and the rest adolescents, so a little heavier on the adults. In the pediatric practice, obviously, it's, it's all adolescents and um, 
uh, teens. Um, overall, with both offices, we are probably 50% clear aligners and 50% still fixed traditional fixed appliances. So uh, that's kind of a happy medium, uh, not just because of the demand, but also, you know, when we talk about different aligners, uh, we do talk about an increased lab cost. And so from a cash flow um, point of view in terms of a small business, that's something that all orthodontists are, are concerned with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you you do use clear, correct aligners in your practice. Why was this mm -hmm. aligner brand right for the way you practice? Well, when I first got started, you know, back in uh, 1999 with clear aligners, there, there weren't many clear aligner companies. And after having treated so many cases, um, there was a time point where we needed to fix our own relapse, if you will, or even more mild malocclusions. And it just wasn't cost effective to use the, the brand we were using. And so we got involved with ClearCorrect just using simple treatments, uh, a lot of retainers. Mm. They had a streamlined system for retainers. And so we kind of started with just some small, mild type treatments. And uh, after utilizing the product more and more, we thought, you know, this, this could be very effective at more moderate malocclusions. And then we even, because of the different advantages of the system, we started doing more difficult malocclusions as well. Um, it wasn't something that we just thought, hey, why don't we switch companies or anything like that? But we were exposed because of the, the length of treatment we had done with clear aligners. And so one of the things that I'll talk about is, is it wasn't intuitive, but we're one of the few offices where we have used multiple aligners on patients mm. uh, in terms of the brands. And many of the patients, in fact, I mean, there's no study yet, yeah. but uh, people who have used multiple brands often prefer uh, the clear correct brand. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just the three uh, layer quartz material mm -hmm. um, or the, the high trim line. Mm -hmm. And again, it wasn't intuitive when I first started because I would have thought that the scallop trim line uh, would have been more aesthetic and more comfortable for the patient, but it's the actual reverse. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's definitely probably a very unique experience to have used both two, a number of brands on one patient. So um, yeah. what are some of the features that stand out to you about the ClearCorrect brand? Well, I think that the, the number one feature that, that I've really been a proponent on is the, the high trim line. Mm. And even though I didn't think intuitively that that would be comfortable for the patient, it turns out that, that they do like it, the trim line. Mm -hmm. um, and again, for me as a practitioner, it allows more retention of the aligner. So it grabs onto the clinical crowns a little bit better. And when you have increased retention, not only could you have more predictable movement, but you can decrease the number of attachments or engagers that you use. And especially as we talk about the advance in the AI and the treatment softwares, we're now to the point where I, I believe in that there's a lot of over-engineering going on mm -hmm. in using um, almost too many attachments and engagers. And so I'm really pleased. I mean, I've done treatments without using any attachments or engagers because of the increased retentiveness. And so from a clinical standpoint, that's my favorite aspect is the high trim line, which allows me to decrease uh, engagers and attachments. And I'll tell you, after doing this almost 25 years, no patient has ever asked me to add more attachments <laughs> or engagers. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, <laughs> what else, as you're treating those more difficult cases, what kind of, what else stands out to you um, when you're working with this product? Well, I think that, you know, it, again, we talked about transformation in the last five years, last eight years, you know, they've really streamlined a lot of their um, AI in terms of their virtual treatment planning, 
um, the thermoplastics, you know, the, the three layer clear quartz is, is a nice feature. And um, I just think that they're really progressive because of their, their connection with Strauman and their global footprint. They really do, uh, when you talk to them, they want to be a leader in the clear aligner industry. They don't want to just be another, I mean, there's over 20 different, at last AAO, there was over 20 clear aligner, quote unquote, companies, mm-hmm. um, and they want to be the leader. And so I'm really pleased to to be able to work with them and to improve the product. They still are small enough to the point where they will listen to experienced clinicians. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important in terms of not just customer service, but you know who is their customer. And I think they understand that the orthodontist is truly their customer, mm-hmm. not the patient. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about direct to consumer or really large companies, sometimes I think they feel as though the the patient is their customer. And that's, that's simply not the case. Um, these clear aligners are tools that we use to, to correct malocclusions. Mm-hmm. And so just to have uh, their ear, just to have input is, is very powerful. Yeah. Well, you mentioned there the treatment planning pl- um, platform. What stands out to you? What else stands out to you about ClearPilot 6.0, which is that ClearCorrect treatment planning tool? Yeah, ClearPilot 6.0 is is obviously way more advanced than ClearPilot 1.0. <laughs> and, you know, it, it really has all the features that I've utilized previously, like the movements table, the superimposition, um, uh, superimposition screens and features. But I also know that we've advanced the product to be able to utilize um, cuts and slits in the actual liner themselves so we can do class two elastics mm-hmm. and all these other features like bite ramps and or if we're going to do some restorative work on um, adult patients, uh, the Pontic features. So there's a lot of new features that 1.0 wouldn't allow us to do. And so we're able to do just about any kind of malocclusion with these aligners. Plus, again, you add on my favorite feature of the the high trim line Mm -hmm. and the retentiveness, increased retentiveness, and we can decrease the attachments, which is really what I've noticed in a lot of the over-engineering is that I just want to have the movements that I feel are good orthodontic movements that are predictable. And I don't want to try to overachieve that by adding on a lot of unnecessary movements that are predictable and adding on a lot of attachments, attachments that are complicating the case. So I always tell, in fact, with my residents when I teach, you know, if I see a case that has, say, 14 attachments on an upper arch, mm-hmm. That to me is a fixed appliance brace case. Mm. That's not a clear aligner case. And we're seeing a lot of um, other companies come back with multiple attachments that are unnecessary, particularly as we start to go into teen treatment and mixed dentition treatment, Mm -hmm. which is the the largest segment of the market that we're heading towards. Okay. So um, ClearCorrect features an open platform. Why is that aspect important to you? as you're working? Well, I think, you know, this touches upon their global footprint that they will accept uh, intraoral scans from multiple different scanners. So they're not tied to one scanner. And then also they have a a clinic app, which allows a a easier workflow, particularly for the staff to upload photos and records, and also just allow communication with, with patient education. So I think that's important. And you can see where with their global footprint that they're going to be utilizing different companies and different scanners. And um, there's, there's different ways to practice. I mean, we, we practice orthodontics one way in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I've gone to other countries, it is similar, but there's there's different nuances. Mm-hmm. And so having an open platform allows them to to be able to work with with different orthodontists all over the world. Okay. How do you assess a treatment modality like aligners to know what is the right brand for you and the way you want to work? Well, I, at first, when I talk to any company, I, I want to do two things. One, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. Again, we're at 25 years. So there, <laughs> there have been a lot of great um, transformations that have already occurred. And I just want to take and build upon that. And so um, I like to be able to have um, an influence in terms of, of utilizing my experience to what what we need to fix. There are some things we don't need to fix and we just need to improve upon those features. And so uh, with talking with ClearCorrect Schraumann, they really do want to make the product the best it can be um, for orthodontists. And in fact, one of the features that, that we didn't really talk about with ClearPilot 6.0 is the ability yeah. to customize your preferences. But not only that, if the communication with the technicians is going awry, you can do your own doctor edits and, and improve mm-hmm. um, your customization of what you would want to see for that, that particular patient. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I, I think we look at all the features of the actual aligner themselves. We look at the improvements in AI and we come up with, you know, is this the best product for the patient? And again, with, with different aligners, there's going to be different bells and whistles. But I've been really, really impressed with um, the way ClearCorrect Schraumann is focused on uh, having the orthodontist as their, their client, their customer and being responsive, which is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've talked about what it means for you as an orthodontist, but what is what have you gotten feedback have you gotten from your team as they're working with the product and working with patients? Yeah, a lot of times we we you know again if you talk about over-engineering or you t- talk about making things too complicated, you know, the the world is super complicated and on a day-to-day uh, workflow, we really want it to be as seamless as possible, not only for the patients, but for the staff as well and for the doctors as well. You know, we we want to be able to be time efficient and, and get these things done without a lot of, of, you know, with technology, sometimes there's a lot of hassle in terms of trying to uh, get work done. You know, we're, we're human beings and we've, we've got things to do other than, um, you know, playing around with, with this digital transformation and, and having um, a lot of hurdles to jump, so to speak, to get to, get to where we want to go. So um, streamlining workflows is, is very, very important, not only for the doctor, but for the staff and then streamlining it for the patients. And that's what it's really all about. Yeah. How are you using remote monitoring with your patients in your well, workflow? Well, you know, the pandemic really taught us. I, I started a concept of long distance orthodontics quite a while ago and I, I did it. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't a thought, but I, I realized I had a patient who was, um, you know, I'm in California and the patient came all the way from New York. They were working in California and somehow they, they ended up in my office. And I, I you know, kind of realized that that college students and traveling business people and military, this was all kind of patients. I mean, I don't I don't have a license to practice in in Florida or across the country, but mm-hmm. could I simplify my treatments, be efficient with my treatment, only see them a few times and have this concept mm-hmm. of long distance orthodontics? And then fast forward to the pandemic where we really couldn't see our patients as often. They didn't want to come to the office or even during a shutdown. Um, you know, we in California, we were shut down for, for you know, a month or two or three. Mm-hmm. So what could we do with this concept? And so the concept of remote monitoring long distance orthodontics kind of merged and we simplified mm-hmm. our treatments 
Uh, we had to be more efficient because we weren't going to be able to, to see them as much to do an approximate reduction or add as many engagers. And so we, we definitely streamlined our procedures, but we still are providing what I would call supervised um, teledentistry, meaning that we do take records, we do the same diagnosis that we would for any patient, including fixed appliance patients, but then we customize it according to their needs and when they're going to be able to come into the office. And so with these new remote monitoring apps and or software platforms, we're able to allow the patients to not have to come in as frequently. I mean, we can go, if our normal schedule was one month, then we could easily go two or three months and it just mm. customizes as to when they can come in. I sometimes think I'm a scheduling coordinator as opposed to an orthodontist or, or a <laughs> dentist. You know, I have to yeah. ask, well, when are you going to be back from, from college or when are you going to be mm -hmm. back, you know, from deployment or when are you going to be back, um, you know, for work? And so mm -hmm. it really has made a big difference. Um, we could still be far more efficient at utilizing this, but I think it's definitely the future is because yeah. the, during the pandemic, patients even were wary of coming in so frequently. So I think mm -hmm. it's, I think it's, it's definitely a big innovation in clear aligner treatment, but not only that, again, a lot of this AI is going full circle to fixed appliances and 3D mm -hmm. printed appliances, which we're starting yeah. to use as well um, in fixed. And we want to monitor those patients and we, they don't want to come in as frequently um, as, yeah. as they used to. You know, so could we monitor those patients as well? So remote monitoring is here to stay. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, you teach in a residency program and it's associated mm -hmm. with the University of California at San Francisco. What have you seen in how residents approach working with aligners, but also just, you know, where are they, what are the issues they're looking at as they enter the workforce? Yeah. What's interesting is to, to see uh, some more, some inexperienced providers uh, start to enter into the clear aligner world. And so again, if, if they find a product that is, is easy to use, I think that's the number one feature that they're, they're looking for. And again, with the ideas of, of seeing the patients less, um, you know, they're embracing a, a streamlined workflow, um, something that could be remote monitored. And, you know, it is kind of neat to see which, brand that they utilize. We have over three brands uh, of, of clear aligners in our residency. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, there's, there's bells and whistles and there's advantages and disadvantages of each brand, but to see someone who's, who's inexperienced kind of uh, migrate towards one or the other is kind of mm -hmm. interesting because they don't have a bias. Yeah. Yeah. So what excites you about orthodontics and the future? Oh, I mean, just, just having witnessed the digital transformation uh, over the last, you know, again, using clear aligners for almost a, a quarter century now, I think the future of that digital transformation is going to go full circle to fixed appliances and especially with 3D printing. We didn't really touch upon, you know, we talked about the software and um, the polymer uh, innovations, the yeah. plastic innovations. But again, with 3D printing now, uh, we can go full circle and we talked about 3D printed fixed appliances as well. And then the future, maybe even by 2030, we're talking about digital transformation of, of an, all of orthodontics. And could we end up with a hybrid treatment where instead of having attachments, we have 3D printed brackets, which can utilize the advantages, for example, of extrusion. Fixed appliances have a huge advantage in terms of tooth movement over clear aligners. Could we combine the two and see a day where there's not 
clear aligner treatment patients, fix the pliance patients. There's just orthodontic patients, and we're mm-hmm. using a hybrid of fixed appliances and clear aligners together. And I think that's exciting. We've been talking about it for a long time, but we didn't have that technology, and, and we do mm-hmm. today. So it's going to be neat to see um, where this goes. But I, I, I've yeah. been pretty much spot on on a lot of these <laughs> predictions, and, and it yeah. just has to do with what what. I've wanted to do as a practitioner, and now these companies and the technology is is providing it. So it's it's pretty exciting to see where we're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dr. Lowe, thank you for taking the time to share your experience and your insight today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, great. I had a great time. Great. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the MedCorp Podcast Network to keep up with the latest orthodontic products podcast and check out orthodontic products online.com for the latest orth- orthodontic industry news. Until next time, take care. 